This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniel's Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and kaiju a go-go. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles. Hey everybody, welcome to the crossover for June 20th, 2016. We have a very special episode here. We're opening up the airwaves to you, the listeners, once again. We've got a lot of voicemails that we haven't been able to play recently, so we're going to play them all right this second. But before we get to that, we're going to have a very special guest to talk about her opinion. She may be connected to me in some shape or form, legally. Still playing with Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Hey everybody, welcome to the Crossroad. This is Troy Benjamin. Uh, Chris Stewart is not here this week. Uh, sorry, everybody, who is tuning in to hear the soothing pipes of our Canadian co-host. He is actually down in Los Angeles. He's in my neck of the woods, which is really funny, but he's here for E3, that big video game conference that happens once a year. You know, he's a video game guy, and he's doing important businessy things right now. So uh, I am flying solo today, but don't worry. We have a lot to talk about. We've got some good stuff coming up. We're going to do some news. Then we're going to hear from my wife, Kelly. That's that's what happens when Chris is out of town. I just get to talk to my wife uh, for once. Uh, but hey, we're going to do a little bit of news before that, and then uh, we'll get into some feedback from you guys. We're going to hear all of your voicemails, and we'll get into that interview with my wife, Kelly. So here we go with some news. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Zelda. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Okay, so there are a few things to talk about news-related this week. I actually thought about uh, saving it for next week, and then Chris and I could do our usual our usual chat about stuff. But unfortunately, uh, he's gone, and there's a lot of news happening, and I don't want to have everything backlogged when he gets back, because then we'll have another four-hour episode, and the news won't be timely, and it just gets messy. So let's talk about everything that's going on right now. A lot of it is all Ghostbusters 2016-related, obviously. Uh, there's a new trailer, as you listen to this uh, this past weekend, uh, in front of Finding Dory, there was a trailer that was... They're calling it Trailer 7. So, let's see. Trailer 6, which we think now is Trailer 5. I can't follow the numbers anymore. But essentially what this is, as far as I know, it's an amalgamation amalgamation of all of the TV spots that have been hitting. And there are a lot of them. There are no fewer and no more than a dozen TV spots that have been airing pretty much all of last week and into this week. And if you are trying to avoid spoilers, if you want to go in without knowing what this movie is about, turn off your TV, put on those put on those uh, blindfolds, because, man, uh, the TV spots are giving away a whole lot. And that's usually what TV spots do. So I am of one of the minds that I'm not watching any of the TV spots, even though thank you so much to people like Bernie Davis and uh, Carlos on, on Twitter who are sending us those TV spots uh, and as soon as they come out I, I'm I'm saving them I'm gonna watch them later but uh, for now not watching them I want to want to watch that movie and still have some surprises on the table so TV spots new trailer are out there 
Um, also, Paul Feigen, Melissa McCarthy, with the rest of the cast, have been hitting the international press circuit, so you've been seeing a lot of press with them, especially with the Singapore event, and also they're in London right now. Man, this is what happens with movies. You know, they go on their international world tour, and they're gone for what seems like months at a time. But uh, so most recently, Paul Feig and Melissa McCarthy were in Singapore. You've probably seen there was a great video and some images because the Guinness world record was set for people dressed like ghosts in one place. Yes, that is apparently a thing. I had no idea. I do now. It was quite a sight to see. It was a lot of people dressed up like the no ghost logo on uh, this huge. They set up this this huge area that had the no ghost logo that everybody gathered on. And then up on stage, Paul Feigen, Melissa McCarthy, as well as the Guinness Book of World Records uh, arbitrator. The three of them witnessed all of this. It was a huge event. Um, very pretty. I mean, the imagery that came out of that, if you can go to the uh, Ghostbusters HQ Facebook and take a look at some of the photos that were taken, it was just a beautiful event. But uh you know, it was very much a publicity stunt because I don't think anybody has been clamoring for that world record to be set for the most ghosts in one place, but sure enough, that's what happened. So as I mentioned, they are in London right now, the four main leads, as well as Paul Feig. They're doing a big junket there for several days. I have heard that some press people have seen the film out there again, so spoilers are abound. But uh, so the international press is happening in London and Singapore. And then I would imagine right before the July 15th release date here in the States, that's when we're going to see a, a lot of the big US push with all of the talk shows and, and the late night shows, all that good stuff. But so speaking of people seeing the movie, there are novels out there, everybody. The novelization, both the junior and the adult, have been hitting stores. The Ghostbusters handbook has been hitting stores. I pre-ordered mine on Amazon, and they showed up magically on Thursday. I was not expecting them whatsoever. Um, so for those of you, again, trying to avoid spoilers, the whole movie is out there, so stay strong. But uh, if you are really anxious to see what the movie is, you now can get a jump on everybody. You can read the novelization. It seems like... You know, back in the 80s, that novelization would come out. God, even with Star Wars, now that I think about it, before the 77 release of Star Wars, that novelization for the movie came out like in 76. So if you want to know more about the movie, the opportunity is out there for you. Stay tuned because next week we have two of the authors of the books coming your way here on this on the cross rip, and it's going to be a lot of fun talking to them. So get ready for that. That's coming to you guys next week. Um, speaking of publications, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, cast members they're on the cover of that magazine i'm sure they're going to be on the cover of many more magazines but <laughs> as of as of today they'll be, they will be on the entertainment weekly uh for july um there's promise of new interviews and photos inside uh there have been little excerpts that ew has posted up to their website including <laughs> this one where kate mckinnon uh, admits to farting on set and you get everybody's reactions to that i don't want to i don't want to spoil that one read that one because it it sounds very juvenile but it actually reads pretty funny um, speaking of everybody being in London, I did this backwards. This is what happens when Chris isn't here, but look how fast it's going. Oh my God. I can't talk to anybody. So I'm just going rapid fire. Uh, Graham Norton show, uh, since they're all in London, they're on the, the famous Graham Norton late night show. Uh, it has not aired here in the States. Uh, it actually airs on BBC America next week. So I think this is one that we're going to save for Chris and I to talk about, but, uh, some clips are floating around from the show itself, including the, uh, the four ladies uh, acapella singing a very special tune to the internet haters and uh, Paul Feig getting slimed uh, as a result of that. So we'll, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, soundtrack album. 
God, see see what happens when Chris is gone. There's so much to talk about, and he's not here to talk about it. Sorry, buddy. Uh, soundtrack albums tracklist was released, and there are four covers of Ray Parker Jr.'s classic title track by Walk the Moon, Pentatonix, Fallout Boy with Missy Elliott, and then of course Ray Parker Jr.'s original song is on there. Now, which version of that? If it's a remastered version, like they did for the um, for the for the video game back in 07. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it may be the original mastering that we've heard many times on the soundtrack before. Stay tuned on that. It might be a different version. But uh, Chris and I will talk more about the surprises on that next week. But um, DeBarge's Rhythm of the Night and DMX is on there. They're dropping some 90s tunes, which is funny. I've been reading through Ghosts from Our Past, and there's a lot of 90s themes in there as well. So, uh, hey, 90s children, it's it's nostalgic for you guys. Uh, also on there, Mark Ronson, Zane, Pentatonix, uh, mentioned them, uh, Wolf Alice, uh, lots, lots of cool tracks on there. It's going to be a huge album and, uh, hopefully we will be talking and hearing more of it soon. Um, let's do some merch really quick before we get into our, our interview and our listener feedback. Those of you who are looking for Ecto Cooler, please stay patient. We've heard from Coca-Cola that they, they know that everybody is still in the hunt. They know that the demand is there. Um, I guess what they did is they did their first shipment and then it sold out and now they're rushing to do another shipment. So, um, they're working on it. They know that the online retailers are sold out. They know that people are having trouble finding it in stores. Um, we have heard from them to stay patient. They're working around the clock for a solution. Sounds like everybody will get ecto coolers. So, so stay tuned on that. Uh, Dave and Buster's. They have a whole bunch of ticket prizes that they have uh, released because they're doing a big, I mean, rightly so, Dave and Ghostbusters themed uh, launch for the July uh, movie here. So they have ticket prizes, including some plushies. I saw pillows. There's pens and pencils and all sorts of cool things that you can get from those ticket redemption games. They also have a Ghostbusters themed drink at the bar. Uh, which sounds very, very apple-y. I mean, it's it's like uh, a Bacardi apple and sweet and sour and some other apple liqueur and then a, and then Sprite. It just it sounds very, very apple and very, very sweet. Not really my cup of tea, but for those of you that are into that kind of thing, it's, it's also very green, so you get to walk around as if you're drinking Ecto Cooler. Very cool. Um, so uh, go, go to Dave & Buster's, and maybe you can get some of those excellent prizes. And, you know, more next week, guys. Uh, Look at that. That was maybe like 10, 15 minutes of just rapid-fire news without taking a breath. Whew. Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay? Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full transmediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? What are you supposed to do, some kind of a cosmonaut? What has that got to do with it? Back up. I'm a scientist. Okay, so this is, this is a little different. Um, you're going to hear somebody that you have heard before... Uh, but he has never actually yet appeared on the show. We're sitting with a very special guest. We're sitting with the voice of the Crossrip. You have not been introduced formally to her, but now you are about to. You are sitting here listening to myself talking with my wife, Kelly. Hello. So uh, I thought it would be good because we have... Um, we're going to be talking with all of our listeners with their feedback on the last trailer. It's uh, very delayed it should have come weeks ago but i wanted to sit down with kelly and talk to her about ghostbusters and here's here's what everybody needs to know kelly is 
she, she's a common commoner. She's she's not one of us. She's not <laughs> listening to Ghostbusters podcasts. She is not checking the internet religiously like we are. Um, she rolls her eyes at me occasionally. I think you've used the obsessed word with me. Well, I think that would be an accurate uh, term yeah. to use. I'm obsessed. Yeah. But so, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Kelly's reaction to certain things. But before we do that, I, I want to get your opinion on me. I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, when you first found out that I liked Ghostbusters, what was your reaction? Because when we first met and we first started dating, you already knew. You saw I had a proton pack uh, that I brought to Halloween, if I remember right. Trying to remember when you first found out that I liked Ghostbusters. No, I'm sure we had spoken about it before that. We had been dating for months before Halloween rolled around. So that's true. I think I I think I was already on to you. Um, When I say I think I was already on to you, I mean I had been to your room. This is true. You had been to my room and you saw. I think I was building another proton pack at the point that we were. You were building another proton pack and and another one. Like next at the foot of the bed. Yeah, and every single collectible item slash toy slash whatever was stuffed into your tiny bedroom uh, <laughs> where you lived in your bachelor pad because yeah. you had to keep it in your own, your area, as opposed to the common area, right. like the living room or, you know. Which is not unlike how we have the arrangement now. Currently, yes. Currently, all of the nerd stuff is sequestered to one room. The common area does not have a lot of nerd stuff. We have we have a few things. Right, right. I just, I mean, I think my only specification for moving in together was I will not be waking up next to the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. So <laughs> as long as he's not in the bedroom, he can he can have his own room. Yeah, you you don't want to wake up with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man staring at you. Right. So okay, so when you came over and you first saw all of the Ghostbusters stuff, how did you react? Was it oh my god, this guy? Who what what have I gotten myself into? Maybe a li- maybe a little bit. A little bit. I guess in a little bit. To be honest, to be fair, yeah. there's a lot of stuff crammed into that small there room. There was. It was a tiny little loft. For people that people that don't know me, I lived in the loft with two other roommates, and it was not technically a bedroom, but it had a queen size bed in it, and then a bunch of my collectibles and stuff. And it was it was pretty. It was tight quarters. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I think. That was the only thing that was slightly, I guess, surprising was how much stuff was in there. But I don't know. Just from knowing you and getting and talking to you and stuff like that, I guess I wasn't like completely surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm a functioning nerd. I'd like to think that I am. Fully functioning nerd, yeah. People, uh, one of our coworkers at one point kept saying, I forget that you're a nerd, which I thought was a very high compliment, that's, I guess. Yeah, I don't that's, know. yeah. Um, so, okay, so... I remember when we first started dating, you had coasters at your house, and you would set the coasters out, and they were photos that you had laminated of yourself and of your friends and of certain things, and one of them was the Ghostbusters logo. And to me, I was like, oh my god, she likes Ghostbusters. This is great. Did you plant that? Did you did you put that out knowing that I liked Ghostbusters? No. No. Okay. That I was mean, there. It, those coasters were actually... Uh, Things that my roommates and I had drawn our freshman year of college and then laminated. 
And when I say things that we had drawn, I meant we stole a stack of coasters from islands and drew on the back of them. That's how cool we are. Yeah. And so it was laminated with your drawing on the back of an islands coaster, but it was the it was the no ghost logo that you had drawn yes. against black. Yeah. Yes, I drew that. Okay, I wondered. I wondered if that was a plant, but it wasn't. Was not. Okay. All right. Well, so all right, so you were not completely off put by the fact that I'm a big nerd for Ghostbusters. But now with with the movie coming out in July and I'm like reading books and we're doing the podcast sometimes three or four times a week how are you feeling are you are you feeling like you're losing your husband uh no I mean honestly though I'm just I'm always surprised at how much you actually have to still talk about (laughs) after let's see this will be episode 60 Right. This will be number six. How do you still have something to say? Um, there's still lots to say. I'm I'm impressed. Well, I, because I feel like everybody has an opinion. Because of the internet, everybody has opinions on everything, obviously. But we try to update everybody with the news, and we try to, to throw in a little bit of commentary on stuff. But so a new trailer comes out, and we talk about it. You and I talk about it for thirty seconds, and then we're done. Right. Correct. I hop on on the podcast and Chris and I talk about it for uh, half hour, 45 (laughs) minutes, and we're still not done. (laughs) So I think we're a little excited. Not as excited as you are. You are not sharing in the same excitement that we are. Right. Not not in the same capacity, I suppose. Yeah. I'm excited. But you're excited. Yeah. So that's that's the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, because this is a listener feedback episode and we have... We have fans that listen to the podcast that are going to be chiming in here in a minute with their voicemails, but I wanted to get your take on stuff because um, you were not a big fan of the first trailer, if I remember right. That's correct. So well, let's let's go back, actually. Let's talk about what was your first reaction when you heard they were doing this movie, when I told you excitedly, oh my God, Paul Feig is doing a Ghostbusters movie. Were you like, oh, that's a great idea, or were there any reservations that you had? I mean, obviously some reservations, I feel, come along with any sort of movie that you love so much. Yeah. You know, something that you really enjoyed, you don't want to, you don't want to see bad things happen to it. Yeah. You want it to be just as funny. Let's just say that. It's not that bad things would happen to it. You just want it to be, you know equally as funny or great or you want to enjoy it as much as you enjoy the other ones the other ones right so were you worried then that bad things were going to happen to it at that point you were just you were just hesitating because you thought it was possible that bad things could happen to this right right but i mean i love paul feig so i mean i feel like there should be a little bit of comfort in that at least so you know i i I feel like, yes, I did have a little bit of concern at the beginning. But, you know, what What are you going to do? Just yeah. see what happens. You have, we have no control over it. Right. Roll with it. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, okay, so you see the first trailer. This was after I had gone to the event at Sony and seen the trailer. And your reaction to that first trailer was, eh. What 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 did you not like about that first trailer? Well, the first trailer was like a trailer for a trailer. Oh, right. Yeah, you saw that first one I that was that announcing first. that it was coming. Oh, you're talking about the one after that? Yeah, the one after that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think to give you a better grip on my likes or dislikes, I would need 
to see it again because now having seen the other trailers can't remember i can't remember specifically but yeah I and mean, that was back in march right right it was like a few months ago right and also i only watched it once not 45 times so nobody watched it 45 times come no. on no nah. you're silly nobody would watch it 45 why times. it was a lot more um okay so but but that that okay so if you were to watch it you would come up with your very specifics but i think it's interesting now that you've seen other trailers has it changed your opinion of things? Do I mean, so is it a bad trailer? I mean, quite possibly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that might be more the issue than the actual content of the film. Maybe just the trailer wasn't doing the job to get you pumped. Maybe it was showing the wrong things or, yeah. you know what I mean? As opposed, it's not like what I saw seemed like it would be a terrible movie, but, you know, a, a trailer can make a movie look like almost anything it wants to because it's just picking bits and pieces and throwing them together into like a short span of time. So you could make a movie that is a drama seem like a comedy with the right music, the right, you know, cuts, the right, all that. So um, I think perhaps maybe it just wasn't the best of trailers. Yeah. Maybe they weren't ready to release, a, you know, a little bit more of the, the juicy little scenes or bits that yeah. you know they were holding on to those until a later point which came later so in the Correct. the later trailers you had a better reaction to like the the second trailer that came after that the one where Leslie Jones goes crowd surfing that gets me every it gets time you, every time we every see a TV spot time. that gets you every single time i laughed out loud the first time i saw it and i still chuckle every time i do did you okay so have you watched the we watched that international trailer together right the one that just came out where the dragon comes and sits, where the mayhem dragon comes and sits on her shoulders. Yeah, I, yes, I've seen the yes. dragon on her okay. shoulders. Yes. So have these two, these two subsequent trailers passed that first one? How have you felt towards those two? Um, I don't know that I'd say that they surpassed the the initial one. Um, I feel like they're 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 equally as good to me. I don't think. I mean, they're showing you a tiny bit more, but I wouldn't yeah. say that either of those have blown my mind in a in a more substantial way. Well, so maybe the question is, if you were not married to me, right, and and I was not dragging you to the midnight screening on July fourteenth, mm-hmm. would you go see this movie maybe opening weekend, or would you wait? Um, I mean, I. I am not typically the rush to the movie immediately weekend type within the first week. If it's one of those movies like, you know, a a Marvel movie or something that everyone's going to be talking about, um, the summer blockbusters and all that, um, I'd probably go within the first like week or so, maybe the second weekend. It doesn't necessarily have to be opening weekend. Probably not the midnight screening of the movie. No, no. You rarely go to midnight screenings, if at all. Right. It's usually when I drag you to them. This is correct. Um, but so, okay, so your your interpretation of it is this is a movie that everybody's going to be talking about. That this is not because the overwhelming majority of voices online that we tend to hear are the negative, like, oh my God, this movie looks terrible. It's an abomination. It's garbage. If you were looking at the facebook page that i run it's people vomit the vomit emoji Mm. over and over 
delightful. It's really delightful. Yeah. Just great human beings that we're dealing with in some instances. But but they're the most vocal ones. But a lot of people, they're clicking like. They're saying that they'll go see it. They're like you and I. We're going to go there. I'm not posting vomit emojis everywhere. Right. So if you were not... If you were not tuned into the internet, if you were not married to me, mm-hmm. you would still go see this movie. Yeah. You'd still give it a chance. Sure. Why Why would you go see... Why, what, like, what appeals to you about this? Uh, it seems like a... I don't know. It seems like a fun movie. It seems fun and funny. And I like the the actors and actresses that are in the movie. I, again, like Paul Feig. So I like the people behind the film, so I would go see it. I mean, also, I liked the previous Ghostbusters film, so why not see why not see another one? Yeah, why not go see a third one? Why not? Um, so as a super amazing, kick-ass, badass woman. Yeah, yeah. That's my me. wife. Yeah, that's me. Uh, how do you react to these strange um, sexist comments people are saying women can't be ghostbusters um call me when the dudes are in this like all of the ridiculous shit that we're hearing how do you react to that what is do you just roll your eyes and go oh my god or for the love of god people um (laughs) we i just uh the uh, i don't even know what to say like the buffoonery that happens is just it blows it blows my mind Especially with everything that's going on in our world at this moment, if the worst thing that is happening to you is, is a that female bunch females of are being ghostbusters, lady ghostbusters are a problem for you. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't know. I just feel like so many people. What is it that you don't have enough else going on in your own life that you have to have such a problem with like a movie? I don't. I don't even understand. I don't. Under, I just don't understand. It's it's kind of. You can't explain it. You no. can't explain some of these people's reactions to I, it. And, and you haven't even seen the movie yet, so how do you know if it's going to suck or not? Well, that's, that's a good point. All of the people that are prejudging it, too. Right, they're all this mad about garbage. something. You haven't even seen it yet, so how do you know? How do you know? Yeah, all you've seen are these trailers, which you said earlier, can creatively manipulate you in certain ways or not do what the movie does because it's cutting it into a different way so you have no idea what this movie is right you have no idea what any movie is until you're sitting in the theater with your popcorn and watching it i mean half the time i feel like trailers and advertising and marketing that goes on before a movie uh, i mean half the time they don't sell things correctly and there are plenty of movies out there that are great movies that just were not marketed correctly yeah so it happens all the time all the time so uh so last question yeah do you still love me, even though I'm a huge nerd and I've got Ecto Cooler in the fridge and I'm podcasting three, four nights a week and I'm being such a, a huge buffoon, as you say, <laughs> towards Ghostbusters? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, thank God. All right, what do you guys say that we get into some voicemails here? We have a lot of them. Thank you so much to everybody who calls in. I'm really sorry that we don't get to you every week, but uh, we do stockpile them, and then we're going to play some of them now that have been sitting around for a while. So here's some trailer thoughts, some miscellaneous thoughts that you guys have had over the week uh, or two, and uh, and a couple surprises. So here we go. Let's go with... This is Ben from Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. Hey, guys. It's Ben from Omaha, Nebraska. 
Um, huge fan of the podcast, first and foremost. Um, I've seen the trailer, I don't know, two or three times now. Um, I was completely and utterly sold on the first trailer. Like, stuff happening, Roddy sold me. I'm completely, you know, on board for it. But as the months went on, kind of got a little bit nervous about Rowan. At first, he looked a little weird, and I was like, uh, I don't know where you guys are going with this. But seeing just that two-second glimpse of him at the end of this new trailer, I get it. He's the new Stay Puff. It's amazing. <laughs> I am just I'm stoked for this movie. Like, I have no fears going into it. Like, with this cast, with the crew that's involved, there was no way this movie was going to be bad. Now it's like this is, there's no way this movie's not going to be incredible. I'm just, I'm so beside myself right now. It's not even funny. This has solidified all of my hopes and dreams. And I just can't, I'm just so incredibly excited for it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, cool. Uh, thanks, Ben. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I, I've felt that they've really been withholding Rowan for a very good reason. And we're starting to see these glimpses of him. Uh, as Dan Aykroyd so eloquently always says, as the manifestation in the third act, most likely. But, you know, we also haven't seen much of him from from earlier in the film. Uh, so, you know, who who knows what he's going to be like uh, for the first, uh, whatever, 60 minutes of this movie. Um, to me, that's, that's really what's going to sell it. And, uh, you know, Gozer... Gozer wasn't just the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, let's remember that. So, uh, yeah, but um, glad that you're feeling pretty confident there, Ben. And, uh, hey, hopes and dreams, man. Yeah, exactly. That's that's sort of how I'm feeling here. It's uh, We've got new merchandise. We've got a new movie coming out. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's everything that we could have wished would have happened on a third Ghostbusters movie. And uh, something that we've been looking forward to for the last, God, 20 years, it seems. 30 years. 40 years. Uh, I'm not that old, but uh, all right, let's go to Bernie, Bernie from Maryland. Hey, Troy. Hey, Chris. It's me, Bernie, from Hempstead, Maryland. Uh, last night, I just saw the first TV spot for the new 2016 Ghostbuster. It was like 1230 at night on Comedy Central, and it was pretty good. It, it was mostly spots from the new trailer, but shortened, but it was still good, still big. Make me excited to go see it, and uh, I bet there's going to be a lot more TV spots coming up soon. So uh, just want to let you know I saw that, and like always, see you on the other side. Thanks, Bernie. Uh, yeah, Bernie is uh, for those of you who don't know, Bernie calls in. Uh, religiously, and and we thank him for always calling in. We try to get you in as much as we can, Bernie. But uh, yeah, you had uh, left this voicemail before all of those TV spots really hit uh, all 500 of them. And, uh, you know, I'm again, I'm of the mindset I don't want to see the TV spots. TV spots uh, notoriously always show uh, so much of the film. I mean, look at Batman versus Superman. Uh, For better or for worse of that movie, uh, we saw a lot of that movie based on the TV spots and that final trailer. And you know, I'm I'm choosing to bury my head in the sand. I actually had my finger on the button to censor you because uh, I heard you on the Yes Have Some podcast spoil something. So I was hoping you weren't going to do that again here. But uh, yeah, yeah, TV spots. Uh, it's it's happening, man. We're getting close. Let's go to this is C D Williams, another friend of the podcast for a long time. C D Williams. Hey Troy and Chris, this is C D Williams, eighty three from Twitter, calling in. Uh, I've just watched the trailer probably about 10 times this morning, and I'm having to take my daily walk a little early to burn off some uh, 
excess energy that I've gotten. I've gotten pretty pumped up. This is definitely the trailer that I think we've all been waiting for. Uh, I was very impressed. Uh, it really, I believe, while still being new, really gave enough things like shots and things that are kind of homages to the original that I really, really enjoyed. Kind of gave me chills a little bit. And naturally, as soon as I start sharing it, I'm also getting a lot of hate online. So, you know, I'm just ignoring it at this point. I'm excited. They're not going to change my mind. I'm thinking that we need to work on a song for everyone who is actually positive about the movie uh, called I'm Just a Shill. You know, like the old schoolhouse rock. It could be like, oh, I'm a shill. Oh, I'm just a shill. And I'm sitting here on Sony Pictures Hill. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, I uh, can't wait to hear what you guys think of it and what the rest of the community thinks of it that is positive about it. See you guys later. Yeah, Chris was calling in there about Trailer 6, uh, not Trailer 7 that just came out this weekend. Uh, that's This is a little older voicemail as well, but... Um yeah, I, dude, I mean, this is like twilight levels of hatred um, for for no particular reason. I mean, I, I do remember being at, at several of the San Diego Comic-Cons and the, you know, the go-to uh, punching bag was always Twilight. And I, I saw part of the first one, not my cup of tea, really wasn't into it, uh, pretty cheeseball. But, you know, a lot of people love Twilight and, uh, you know, I, I think they all felt really attacked and uh, felt, you know, that no matter what they did, uh, they always got that sort of hatred and, and uh, anger uh, directed towards them, not comparing Ghostbusters to Twilight, but it just, it reminds me of that. The amount of just like, Hey, Ghostbusters, all the Ghostbusters. What? I was talking about the 1984 original. Can you calm down? You know, like the, just the immediate gut response from some people just seems unwarranted. And uh, especially online, I feel like it's only online. Everybody I talk to in normal, real life uh, IRL, everybody's pretty pretty cool about stuff. So I, I think it's just a, an internet thing. Uh, they've got to focus their anger somewhere. I wish that they were focusing it on other things, but that's what we get. But uh, yep, uh, that's just me. I'm just a shill from uh, Sony Pictures Hill. What do I know? Uh, all right, let's go to Chris. Chris in Vancouver. Troy, it's Chris. Uh, were we going to do an episode this week? I don't remember. I mean, I know I've been traveling, and that kind of, you know, puts a spit on things, but... I mean, I'm still traveling right now. Look, you didn't find another co-host, did you? I mean, we've had some troubles, but they're not that bad, right? We can work them out. We'll work it out. All right. I love you, buddy. If you found another co-host, I'll kill you. Bye. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I haven't found another co-host. What are you talking about? Silly Chris. Although it was good to actually chat with my wife for more than 30 seconds. Maybe she'll do it. I mean, not. I'm just I'm talking out loud here. I don't, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. But, I mean, I guess it, it could. Oh, I know. I'm thinking about it. Well, all right. Well, let's uh, let's take a fork in that and come back to it. Let's go to Gabe. Gabe from California. Hi, Troy. Hi, Chris. It's Gabe, or better known as that underscore guy714 on Twitter hey, from guy. Westminster, California. I just watched the second trailer with um, my girls, and they loved it. They had me play it on loop four or five times. They took it all in, and they were they couldn't wait. Be even more happier to see a. A Ghostbuster movie. I'm I'm just happy that you know new life is being pumped into the franchise, and um, 
I couldn't be even more happier. And I'm I'm just happy that my also my girls could you know have a movie they could quote or or you know they could go into a store and be happy to um, see new merchandise just like I was when I was a kid. Well, that's all I gotta say. Um, I guess I'll see you guys on the other side. All right. Yeah, totally. I mean, Gabe, that you you nailed it, buddy. That to me is the biggest um, heartwarming thing that I see online is all of the kids that are really already into this. And and Chris and I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, the kids that kind of know Ghostbusters probably because of their parents, uh, probably because of us influencing them. We may have shown them some of the cartoons or they've seen the toys around or you know. But to even with that background knowledge of Ghostbusters, I feel like they this is their movie. Like this is the, this is the Ghostbusters that they are going to grow up with. And, you know, we're all the old guard. Um, and it, it stinks to say that we're getting a little long in the tooth. So they're trying to, trying to bring in the kids, trying to bring in the new, the new recruits and, and try to, you know, harness these kids for the next uh, 20, 30 years with a new version of the franchise. So, um, it's, it's both heartwarming. It's also really, um, it, it makes me confident, you know, that kids are embracing it. We're actually seeing uh, a, a, the younger generation uh, loving the high concept of, of people with te- the technology to trap a ghost. So, uh, yeah, I mean, glad that you're sharing it with your girls and you'll have to uh, call back in after you guys see the movie and um, t- tell us what they think after they see the movie. Let's go to, um, oh boy, well, this, this person did not leave their name or their number, but I think it's one of the Long Island guys, maybe. I know we've heard from you before, but uh, please, 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 when you do call in, remember to tell us who you are and where you're calling from. But uh, here we go. Here's our next caller. Chris, Troy, the new trailer is amazing. I don't care what anybody says. It's a lot of fun. Say what you will about these ladies, but the torch has been passed. They are kicking ass. Sorry to curse, but that's the truth. They are awesome. They got the tools. They got the talent. That's all I have to say. See you on the other side, guys. It's Miller time. You forgot it. You gotta. You gotta throw in a little Miller time there. Uh, but yeah, good. Uh, good to hear from you as well. I'm sorry, I can't remember who you are. Please remind us because I'm terrible with names. Anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that I'm awful with names. So. Uh, sorry that I can't correctly identify you, but we're glad to have played you on the air. Let's go to uh, Matt. Matt from St. Louis. Hey, guys. This is Matt from St. Louis. Uh, just watched the new trailer, uh, Trailer 6, I think they're calling it, or Trailer 7. I can't remember which. Uh, I've watched it now, I think, four or five times. It blows the old trailer away, which I'm one of the rare few uh, that enjoyed the original trailer. But this one... Really, uh, it had it all in this one. It, it felt like Ghostbusters. So, uh, I'm, which is nice. All the people who are hating on the new movie, it's, I'm so annoyed and just exhausted with everyone complaining. It's just, get over it. It's women. Who cares? It's gonna be a fun movie. Give it a chance. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, the cooler moments of the trailer, I thought, uh, the Rowan showing up at the very end. I thought maybe, you know, the white stomach leading through, I thought it might be the Stay Puff ghost that they made the toy of. But no, it's a giant Rowan. So that, I thought that was, was pretty sweet. Um, I thought, uh, Leslie Jones's character had some good stuff in this one, uh, as opposed to the first trailer. Uh, of course, the part with the, the giant ghost dragon on her shoulders was great. But overall, amazing, amazing trailer. I can't wait for July 15th for this movie to come out. Uh, thanks, guys. Love the podcast. 
Hey, thanks for listening, Matt. And, uh, you know, glad, glad that you enjoyed this trailer. Yeah. I, I feel like now here's the, I am not whitewashing anything. We're playing all of the voicemails that we've received. Um, and I, I haven't gotten a very negative voicemail, uh, in a long time. So I, I feel like these trailers have sort of drowned some of that out. Also, I feel like, yeah, maybe there's been a little bit of fatigue in terms of the like, Oh, Hey, there's the no ghost logo. I'm going to just post my thoughts on 140 characters or less, even though it may or may not be related. Um, so I, I feel, I feel very strongly, uh, that I might have the same opinion as you. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little tired of this. <laughs> the gum has fallen out of my mouth and, uh, I only have 75 more to go because it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I understand people are upset. I understand people don't want to see the reboot. I understand that this is not what some people wanted. And I get that, and I totally understand it. Um, I, I don't understand why some people have to rain on the parade, and that, to me, doesn't make any sense. I don't enjoy uh, what the the new DC Cinematic Universe is doing right now, um, but I'm not going to every single fan site that's Batman-related and speaking my mind uh, in all caps. You know, it's it's just it's a very strange thing that's happening right now. So I, I get it. I, I have the same fatigue as well, but glad that you like this trailer. sounds like a lot of people are, are enjoying this trailer a lot better than the first one. I, I enjoyed the first trailer as well. I probably, again, probably have rose colored, probably have rose colored glasses, uh, because of the event that we were at. And, you know, it was such an experience and I was already riding high on emotions to begin with, but, um, but yeah, I mean, looking back on that trailer after seeing these trailers, it is the weakest of the bunch. So, uh, let's go to Tim from Chicago. This is Tim. Hey guys, it's Tim, uh, Tim from Chicago. I don't know if you're going to want to use this. I feel like I'm going to ramble for a little bit here, but here it goes. Um, so just wanted to say one that, uh, I really appreciated your conversation with Alex. Um, I've had kind of those thoughts in my mind about, you know, the dislike for the trailer. But uh, it was good to hear somebody who, although he may be a Ghostbuster fan, but, you know, somebody with some letters behind his name to justify uh, so we can actually believe some of the stuff he's thinking instead of, you know, just Ghostbuster fan trying to defend the movie. Um, but the other thing I was thinking is, you know, you guys are talking about backing off on the podcast a little bit as the movie comes up. And, you know, I agree. I don't want to learn as much about the new movie, um, you know, before actually seeing it. But um, you know, maybe you guys can focus back on the original movies because, you know, you guys, you know, put a lot of the other Ghostbusters fans like myself to shame and what you know about the movie and your, um, I don't know, your film knowledge. Uh, and I'd like to kind of learn more about that stuff, like even your analysis of the Walter Peck scene I thought was great, you know, stuff that I had didn't think about before. Because the thing about Ghostbusters is, you know, we all saw it as kids and a pre, you know, laughed at the jokes and thought the movie was funny or not. And as I've continued watching as I grow older, I, you know, still appreciate new things when I watch it. And I think there's still much more I can learn about the movie. And I'd like to get that, you know, solidify that foundation going into the, the new movie. Cause I imagine Paul Feig's going to have some Easter eggs or references to the old movies in there that I'd like to catch. So, uh, let me know if, if you like any of that. We'll see. But uh, have fun, guys. I appreciate the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, no, uh, that was great, Tim. Uh, appreciate all of that voicemail. You didn't ramble at all. You said some really great things in there. Um, thank you for the the shout-out for the Walter Peck analysis. That uh, 
It was if for people that don't know what he was talking about on Ghostbusters HQ. If you go hit it up, uh, I did. It was for a film theory class several years ago, an analysis on the blocking that Ivan Reitman used uh, for the that scene between Peter Venkman and Walter Peck, uh, where he comes in and he introduces himself and he does the whole "you either show me the storage facility or I go get it." You know that we all know the scene, um, but you know the blocking how the two of them try to one up each other and how they start on even ground and they eventually sit down and they're on even ground. And then one of them stands up and then the other one stands up. And and the whole thing is very blocked uh, very deliberately to make sure that both visually and uh, through what the dialogue is saying, you are understanding that these two guys are going toe to toe and he's going to be a a great adversary for Peter Venkman. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so, so here's here's the thought, Tim. Um, yes, we're we're naturally going to back away from the movie uh, over the next week or two here, just because a we're having to stick our heads in the sand because there are so many spoilers out there. Um, B, Chris and I sort of just want to enjoy this moment as well. Um, so, you know, uh, going through and, and and analyzing each of the trailers is a lot of fun uh, when we're several months out. But right when we're leading up to seeing the movie, I, I want to go in there and have sort of a fresh pair of eyeballs and, and see it for the first time. And, uh, you know, I think naturally because a new movie, the first Ghostbusters movie since 1989 is coming out, we're excited. And I think it does get the you know, the lion's share of attention. Um, but, you know, after the movie comes out, we'll obviously be doing a lot of analysis on it and, and talking about reactions to it and, and going through those Easter eggs. But yeah, I mean, we, we do our best to also incorporate uh, the, the movies that we know and love. And in fact, in a couple of weeks here, you're going to hear a, a very Ghostbusters 1984-centric interview that we're really proud of. Um, and I think that's that's where the podcast is going over the next few weeks is you're going to start hearing a lot more interviews and a lot less news uh, just because uh, the, the news is getting really chaotic and getting really tough to catch up and, and keep you guys updated on and you're hearing stuff uh, a week later than you actually should be hearing things. So, you know, you'll start hearing a lot of interviews and we will get back into to classic Ghostbusters. I would definitely, if you haven't listened to them, go back and listen to our commentaries on the first two movies that we did over the Christmas uh, hiatus. And we actually have plans to do, to do that again. So um, your wish will come true uh, with with more of our musings on the classic films come uh, this, this holiday season. So uh, thanks, Tim. I realize I skipped over. I've got uh, Taylor from Vancouver. Sorry, I missed you. Here's Taylor from Vancouver. Hey, Troy. Hey, Chris. It's Taylor Cullen from Vancouver. Just watched the Ghostbusters official trailer number two, and it rocked. And my three-year-old son, James, loved it. He's so excited, he wants to say his favorite line from the trailer. Don't piss off the ghost. That's right. Don't piss off the ghost. All right, guys. Keep up the great work on the international. The international? Wow. Oh, can't even say it. I'm so excited about the trailer. Keep up the great work, guys. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor and son. Uh, wait, hold, hold on. I want to get this one more time. Wait, let's. Don't piss off the ghost. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. I think uh, I think we've really found our uh, our battle cry here, Taylor. Thanks so much. That's uh, wow. That's that's awesome. Um, I I can't follow it up. I really can't follow that up. Let's go to um. So here's uh Tommy from Pittsburgh called and he had called during the Stanley Cup finals like two or three times. Uh Tommy, we we got all of your voicemails and uh your th- your third one is the best. So we're gonna play the third one. Here's Tommy from Pittsburgh. All right, third time's a charm. I shouldn't call while the Penguins are playing. But anyways, 
Hey, this is Tommy from Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, just calling, man. That new trailer is pretty wackadoo. I gotta say, the ghosts look terrifying. The subway ghost with the red eyes, the painting with the ghost trying to claw their way on out. Oh, I so badly want one of those at home. It's just great. All of them look great. I mean, even Rowan looked amazing. But that's my only real gripe with the trailer. I kind of wish I hadn't watched it because I wanted to, I should have waited till it was in theaters. But I'm a ghost fiend. There's no way I was going to wait all 58 more days. Oh, it's really going to be almost two more months. Anyways, yeah, great trailer. Uh, kind of interesting. Leslie Jones had the closing line in all three of the trailers. And we really haven't heard much from Holtzman. I have a suspicion that I'm going to walk out of this movie with a little crush on the Jillian Holtzman here. But we haven't seen much of her in the trailers yet. I'm hoping that she's not too quiet in the movies. I'm guessing with Kate McKinnon, she ain't going to be quiet in the movie. I don't know. I just, I, I don't understand how anybody could look at this and not be excited. It is just baffling to me. I will say, though, uh, I also kind of wish they would have called it Ghostbusters Answer the Call or some sort of uh, colon title, not only to separate it from the original two, but also to make a clear pathway for all of the future Ghostbuster movies that we all hope to be enjoying well into our late, late ages. Anyways, just wanted to call. Love the show. Keep it up, guys. You rock. Hey, thanks, Tommy. Yeah, I uh, I, I agree with you on, on the sense that, yeah, I wish that it did have a subtitle. Um, I, I'm sort of interpreting it what they're going to do is what, um, <laughs> and again, not to draw these comparisons because I know that it's it's something that the haters love to go to, but they're, they might be structuring this a lot like the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, where the first movie is called Star Trek and then every subsequent uh, sequel after that is called something. I have a feeling that that's what will happen here that we won't have another Ghostbusters 2. We won't have Ghostbusters 3. Um, past this point, you know, whatever the next movie is going to be is going to be Ghostbusters colon something, something, something subtitle. And uh, it's going to be exactly that. That's what it's going to be called, something, something, something subtitle. But uh, yeah, um, agreed, uh, especially on on not wanting to know a lot of this stuff. Um, it's just, again, the nature of the beast. We have to Everybody wants to know every single detail about a movie before they go into it. Where's the fun in that? It's kind of sad, but uh, but anyway. So yeah, glad you're excited, Tommy, and uh, thanks for calling in. Please keep calling in, uh, everybody. Uh, we love your voicemails. We're so sorry that we can't get to all of them all the time, and I'm always really excited to do these these episodes where we can catch up and everybody can hear all of the voicemails that we get. So hit that voicemail line. You want to know how to do it? Well. Here you go. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
So there you have it. There's all of the voicemails that are still in the databank. Uh, the voicemail queue is cleared. So again, please call into that voicemail line and tell us what's on your mind so that we can get you on the air. And, uh, you know, especially even even if there's not a trailer or a TV spot or a, you go and you see the movie on July 15th, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be around an event. We just we love hearing from you guys. If you got something on your chest, uh, please, you know, give us a call. Uh, doesn't doesn't matter if you want to know how to make a good grilled cheese. Call the voicemail. We'll we'll see what we can do. But uh, yeah, great news, uh, great voicemails, great thoughts from everyone. And right now is when I would usually throw to Chris for his final thoughts, but he's not here. So you will hear my final thoughts, and you will like it because I have the microphone. But uh, here we go, guys. Uh, Troy's final thoughts. I'm so happy. No, I'm I'm so undeniably inexplicably happy right now um we are less than a month away from a new ghostbusters movie coming out on friday i had four amazon four separate amazon packages waiting for me uh, that had been delivered while i was at work they had ghostbusters books they had a tobin spirit guide within them i mean right now we're living in a resurgence of everything that we know and love and i could not be happier i mean again i know i've said it on the podcast so many times before but if there is anger and there is hatred and there is just a cynical bone in your body that is giving the loudest response uh, humanly possible to everything that's going on you're doing it wrong this is this is too cool i mean i feel I feel like I'm eight years old again. I mean, I feel it, it, and it happened a little bit to a lesser extent when Extreme Ghostbusters came out. When Extreme Ghostbusters came out, there was KFC had their, their toys and Trendmasters had their toys and I ran home from school and I wanted to watch the cartoon, but this is something totally different. This is a lot bigger. Like, like Nigel has turned this up to 11 on us here because this is so much fun and such cool stuff is on the horizon. Even if you're not thrilled with the new movie, you have to at least be thrilled as a fan of Ghostbusters that it's back in popular culture, that it is back on store shelves, that it is back in water cooler conversation, that it's cool again. You know, that I I can be driving to work in the morning and listening to a new Ghostbusters track and not have this weird sort of tinge of embarrassment, which I'm sort of ashamed to say. Like, if I'm, if I'm driving through Los Angeles and I have Ray Parker Jr.'s theme song blasting, I feel kind of goofy. I feel kind of goofball. But now, no. I feel like it's totally acceptable again. Like, it's cool to like Star Wars again. It's cool to like Ghostbusters again. And for that, I mean, I can't... I can't stress enough how happy I am. And that's why... I don't know. That's why the podcast works so well. That's why, you know, to answer my wife's question as to what we have to talk about, I've, I've had all of this on my mind for so many years since i joined up on the internet community in 1996 and started talking to things there's been so much to say and there will always be so much to say and that's that's where this outlet of the podcast really helps so we really thank you guys even though chris isn't here i'm going to speak for him we really thank you guys for your support on this show we really thank you guys for all of the the words of encouragement and and all of the support that you guys give us and and mainly just for listening and just for sharing in this experience with us because this you know, for, for all of the negativity that might be getting the focus and for all of the times that we talk about the negativity, the positivity is really bringing people together. And I've met so many great new friends over the course of the past couple of months that I'm just, I'm so grateful for. Uh, you know, shout outs to the Yes Have Some guys, shout outs to all of the British Columbia guys, shout outs to all of the people that I have been talking to 
more in the last two or three months than I had since 1996. And, and that just goes to show you what this is doing. It is building the community even stronger, even though it may look to be quite the opposite. Um, this is not a community civil war. This is, this is a team building <laughs> experience, guys. Like it or not, it's bringing people together. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining us on a weekly basis. We hope you're enjoying all of the programming that we do here on The Cross Rip. Please give us a shout out if there's something that we wa- that you want that we're not doing. Uh, we do want to hear from you. If, if you want to hear certain topics, if you want to hear us do something on the format, if you want to change something, we want to hear from you. Please let us know. So uh, until next week when Chris will be back, we'll see you all on the other side. Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. They're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Fastmaster. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. Next week, though, Hairless Pets. Weird. Play soft, they ghost.